Heels. A little bit of a somber episode we have this week. Uh, we've had a few passings in the wrestling community this week. Uh, most notably, of course, uh, Shad Gaspard. Uh, take a moment of silence for him real quick. Uh, we also had the passing of Hana Kimura, an up and rising star over in stardom. Uh, rest in peace to her. It's tragic surrounding her circumstances as well. Give that a moment of silence as well. And last but not least, we had Larry Zonka at 411 Media. He was a very prolific writer. Basically covered WWE every day, like anytime they did anything. Main event, Raw, SmackDown, he covered it. And sadly, he passed this week as well. So moment of silence for him. All right, heels, let's get into it. All right, this is a week. Like I said, it's been sad, but we'll get through it. And this is your host, Marcus Merton. Again, with your host, Chris Thompson. Chris, what up? What's up, brother? How y'all doing today? Well, it's been, it's been sad. It's been sad. But uh, we also got joining us today, recurring. Might might be getting co-host status. Jose, what's going on? <laughs> what's going on, brother? What's going on, buddy? Not much, man. So, man, I guess I guess you know, deadly disease isn't enough bad news for the world. We got you know a couple of deaths going on mm-hmm. in wrestling, and you know this puts a bad sting. It's a pretty bad sting going on the weekend. What are y'all thoughts on both of these? Both of these, uh, well, all three of these were tragic passings, actually. Uh, to be honest, I'm, I wasn't I wasn't too familiar with the um with the third person that you mentioned, mm-hmm. um, but I know um you know Shad Shad's death was sad for me. I mean I was a big fan of CTC, the oh yeah, nation that oh, they had man. going on. You know that was that was fun to watch for a while. Mm-hmm. Um, um, just crime time as, as a whole. There there was that was a great tag team back when back when they were out, man, and and I was a big fan of them. So that one that one was tragic and. Uh, you know, as for uh, the other one, man, that that one was sad too. I didn't, I wasn't really keen on her work. You know, what I'm saying her wrestling ability, but the fact that she was so young, you know, what I'm mm-hmm. saying, had to go through that that kind of, you know, bullying. It's it's sad, man. Nobody should nobody should have to go through that kind of ridicule, no matter what what it is. Because at the end of the day, man, it's TV. It's for entertainment. You can yeah. like it or not like it, but to go to that extent, man, that's just that's brutal. How about you, Chris? How you feeling? Uh, yeah, man, that Shad's still still a hard one for sure, man. Uh, I mean, yeah, just a great father. He looked like he had, you know, had a lot of things just clicking at the right moment. And you know, yeah, sad. Uh, you know, anytime any anything like that happens, you know, uh, mm-hmm. yeah, Venice Beach. Uh, it's crazy, man. It's the oceans, yeah, you got to be careful out there. It's just it's just so sad, yeah. And then um. Yeah, Hannah, she was a good up-and-coming wrestler. I mean, she's very young, yeah, 22, just goes to show, like, yeah, this social media, this, like, crazy, yeah, that you could, like, you know, there's that many critics and stuff like that, yeah, that you take it to that extent. It's just sad that somebody would have to, you know, be in that uh, that headspace like that. You yeah. know, hope that you'd have better people around you and stuff, but, yeah, it's, like, not, you know, it's not always the situation. It's always, you know, it's easier said than done, so, mm-hmm. yeah, you never know. 
Yeah, most definitely. All right, so to fill people in, in case you don't know, what happened with Shad was he was uh he was down to Venice Beach was I think his whole family was there I'm pretty sure, and yeah. him and his son were out in the ocean when a riptide came in, and it got to him and his son. Uh, the lifeguard or you know whatever kind of guard was there came to rescue him. Uh, Shad told him to give his son first, and when they came back to Shad, a wave came in, took him out, and that's the last time anyone seen him. Uh, the search went on for about a day, and then uh, one of the, I forget if it was the sheriff of L.A. County, one of them stopped looking, the other continued, and then it was the next day uh, that they found a body on Venice Beach, and it ended up being Shad. And, you know, it's been sad since. Like like I've been saying, he was a big member. He's he's crime time, man. They were unique. They were like they haven't really duplicated that kind of act since in WWE. Mm-mm. They really haven't. No, they haven't. I think they came. They they've tried, but didn't never succeeded. <laughs> yeah, I think it might be because it's a little maybe it's a little too. Do you think it's a little too blackface to be a thug in WWE anymore? I think so. With the current climate and how how the the fans mm-hmm. now the fans now are nothing compared to the fans back then, man. Like, sure. The fans now. I mean, it's good that you know we're vocal and we, in a way, we have a say, but we don't really have a say. You know what I mean? Um, mm-hmm. But now it's like, dude, you you can't get away with anything without being criticized on a massive scale. Yeah. How do you like? One of the one of my favorite kids they were involved in is when DX came and bought tickets from them outside the arena. I thought that was fucking hilarious. <laughs> I think nowadays, yeah, they definitely like why why do you have the black guys selling scalping tickets? What is this? Is bull- and you got the white guys, you know, playing into it and shit. I thought it was hilarious, but you know, yeah. clearly not PC at all. No. So, yeah. I don't know. Yeah, man, Shad Shad wasn't just you know a wrestler, man. He had a lot of he had a lot of stuff going on for him as well. You know, he had the. He seems to be involved with a lot of clothing companies because a lot of clothing companies have been like, you know, shouting out and reaching to him, out to the family during this whole crisis. He did like the motion cap for God of War, like actually Kratos. Oh, yeah, I see that right now. Yeah, yeah he was right he was literally. I didn't know Kratos. that. Yeah. yeah so that's... with the newest one. Mm-hmm. Oh wow. Yeah, he was. Well, it was. I'm pretty sure it was the newest one. 2018. Yeah. Yep. Yep. Oh wow! I didn't know that. Yeah, man, Chad was getting it. He was getting into acting. All different type of money, hell yeah. Mm-hmm. It was, wow. A lot of people have been, like, I didn't know, like, he was that deep until, you know, it seemed like a lot of people in a lot of different walks of life, you know, shouting him out and stuff. Under so. the radar, yeah, he's kind of, like, kept it quiet. Probably, I liked it, too. He didn't want to be, you know, you don't want to be all out there like that. But yeah. You can do it. If you can make money and be on the back end and be known a little bit. Mm-hmm. Like that one time he, uh. He stopped that arm robbery. Remember that? Yeah. Yeah, I remember <laughs> yeah, that. Stuff like that. Yeah, just like. Yeah, dude was a massively good dude. Like, saved yeah, his son man. at the last second. Like, you could just tell he was in a good headspace at all times. Like, yeah, man. I feel, I feel for him. I feel for his family, too. Yeah. Same. Same. Yeah, man. Shad and JTG in crime time. C Nation. Oh. Yeah, man, that was a good one. That was a good unification right there. He did stunts on Prey of Birds, too, that, that new movie. Uh, oh, yeah, that's right. Stunts. 
That was last yeah, I, didn't, I didn't know that. He's he's. I think someone made a post like he was the last villain alive in like the movie or something. Like they were going against him somewhere along the line. Yeah, I didn't know any of that. Mm-hmm. Dude was out there. Sad for him. It always seems like, you know, you get your life together all of a sudden, you know, everything goes down and shit. It's very Kobe-esque. It's very RP Kobe, you know. Yeah, 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 for real. Like, you know, I didn't want to say, <clears throat> yeah, but it's like, you know, at the end of the day, yeah, same thing. It's like, you're, you're so young and you got your family. You're look, just getting everything started, getting mm-hmm. into, like, your post-career life. Yeah. Very sad. Yeah. And then on the other end, you got Hannah. Oh, Hannah, man. All right, so for those who don't know, Hannah Kimura was an up-and-coming star, uh, Joshi over in Stardom Wrestling in Japan. She was on a reality show called Terrace, Terrace something? Terrace something, Terrace Coach? Terrace House. Terrace, Terrace House. House, there we go, yeah, Terrace House. And she was in an incident with, like, another cast member involving, like, a washing machine. Like, the other cast member had washed her, uh, the outfit she had wore, actually, at Wrestle Kingdom this year, and it got shrunk, so she couldn't wear it anymore. She ended up, like, slapping his hat off or something. So insane people online, you know, let's call it what it is, insane people online decided to attack her, degrade her, tell me she'd kill herself, and, and, and she did. And she live-tweeted it. Not oh, exactly wow. live-tweeted it, but she, she, not, you know, she didn't put it on video or anything, but she posted a suicide note on the morning of, and she showed pictures of, like, her wrist so, I guess these people got what they fucking wanted, you fucking sickos. Wow. Yeah, man. So, is that like some... a scripted show? Is that show scripted at all or not? Like... I mean, it's it's reality TV, so, who, you know, that could have, those two, that, those could have been two separate incidents and they glued them together. Who, who fucking yeah. knows? That's yeah. That's the thing, you know. Yeah, it's like, and it's another country, it's like, yeah. Like... yeah. Yeah, but I mean, at the end of the day, you got, you got to be a real shitbag to to tell someone to kill themselves off of something that they did on TV. Like, it wasn't that serious, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, that's that's insane, man. That's really insane. But it's hard, man, because it's like entertainment is, is a real... The the fans for entertainment, they're real fickle, man, and and they will, they will tear you a new one for any little thing, man. Any mm-hmm. little thing. And it's it's sad, like, it's entertainment. That's the whole point. They want to get a reaction out of you. You know what I'm saying? Good or bad, but, dude, you don't, you know, again, it's entertainment. You don't go and fucking tell someone to kill themselves all because you didn't like the scene or you didn't like how that person portrayed this character or so on and so forth. Like, that's just ridiculous. Yeah. Yeah, like, Alexa Bliss spoke on it, and she's, you know, she's dealt with her, her mental mm-hmm. demons in the past. <clears throat> And she talked about, you know, how she got the same treatment. Like, people were telling her, you know, kill, kill yourself. You know, mm-hmm. all these disparaging things, like, over the internet. It's crazy, for no reason. And yeah, at the end of the day, these have repercussions. Even if you don't see them. This time you saw it, because it got so drastic. But you don't know what these people go through right now. You don't know what these emotional traumas they have. And like, they don't have that episode up yet. They have it. That show is on Netflix. It's crazy. Oh, it is? Yeah, they don't have that new episode. Like, they don't have that. It stops wow. at episode 36. That episode, that happens at episode 38. Oh, wow. I wonder if they'll even show Well, I guess they'll probably show it. I don't know. Part oh, four, yeah. It seems, well, they might cut it out. Who knows? Yeah, it's like, 
Yeah, they might now. That's that's gross. All over a fucking like, who is this other person? Is he even like? I don't understand. He people should be online, uh, Yeah, all these people who like bully her, they should be like Alexa Bliss said it. Like these people, these people drove her to this, and it's like you don't, you didn't know her head state, you didn't know what she was going through at the time. Yeah, it's, it's sad. And then you had, and then Oscar spoke on, and she talked about how like she's been seeing, you know, like Hannah since she was like a little kid, because her mom's a wrestler too, like Kyoko, she was a wrestler, Joshi, big time Joshi, so she's been like in wrestling since she was like a little kid. Yeah, she's been she's yeah. in there for a while, man. Family for sure, family. Yeah. It would be like it would be like if like a young Charlie Floyd like you know off yourself, man. It's like cooking. Crazy. All because those people want to talk man. shit for a person they never met over like a three second incident that didn't mean shit. Mhm. That's like um. I know it's very different, but dude, like people don't understand the the gravity of what just one sentence can mean to somebody because. Mm-hmm. You know, like, not everybody has that same, you know, not everybody has a strong mind. Not everybody has, you know, uh, a thick, you know, thick skin to where they can just brush things off. Everyone's made differently, you know what I'm saying? So yeah. criticism comes differently for everyone, you know what I'm saying? And, and dude, it's, it's not easy when, when you deal with someone who isn't as thick skin. They take everything to the heart, you know what I'm saying? And, and people nowadays, they don't they don't really give a shit about what they say, how they say it and who they affect, because at the end of the day, as long as they say what they want to say, they don't care. That's yeah. Not you know? Yeah, that's the thing about Corona, man. It's someone who, get, who really gives a fuck about other people. <laughs> oh, yeah. Hell, yeah. Shit's sad. Shit's been real sad lately. Mm-hmm. And last, you know, we'll talk about Larry real quick. So, Larry, for those who follow Larry Zonka, like I said, every day he was putting out content, man, like, he, he covered, like, main event, he covered Raw, he covered SmackDown, covered NXT. If it had WWE in his programming, he wrote about it. So, like, go over to 411 Media if y'all ain't never read his stuff. It's great, too. And it's it's very simple to read. It's very quick. So, it's, there's times I've hit it up just, you know, to see what happened on the show. So, you know, rest in peace to him. It was very tragic. Very tragic as well because he's got a young family. So I hope they're doing all right. Yeah, I don't. All right. So on to a less somber note. Tonight we've got AEW's Double or Nothing. Uh, it's got a pretty good card, guys. It's got a pretty nice card. Hmm. I gotta look. It yeah, up. it does. A bunch. There's like three championship matches, two mm-hmm. number one contender matches. I'm trying to go all out. Oh yeah, they only do like what three pay per views a year, I believe it is. So, oh, so they're definitely to, they're trying to swing for defenses. Mhm, mhm. And There's rumors that. Sting might show up too. Yeah, I've been seeing what? that. Yep. There's a mystery partner coming in tonight for somebody. For who? Who is it? Uh, no, that's uh, that's something of Charlotte on NXT for the mystery partner. The mystery Dude, person that supposed would be to be 
seen. There's a mystery entrant in the ladder match. That's what I'm thinking of. That would be sick. Mm-hmm. Now, I also saw a rumor that it's supposed to not be a non-WWE guy, but is Sting really a WWE guy? Mm, that's that's a good one. That's a good one. Yeah. WCW, I guess we consider that. Yeah. WWE kind of just depends. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but then again, too, with all the layoffs and stuff like that going on at WWE, it could very well be a WWE guy. Yeah, I think it might be a little bit of a swerve. Mm-hmm. Yeah, All right, so let's hit up this giant match card real quick. God, they got like 12 matches. More than that. All right, so let's start with the buy-in. We got, uh, who is this? Private Party versus Best Friends. I like Private Party. I wish, I like the gin and juice. I think that is my favorite finish right now. But uh, I think the Best Friends probably win that. Uh, let me see. The best friends. Trent and Beretta. Any guess on that one? Yeah, probably best friends. Yeah, I'm thinking best friends for that one. Alright, next yeah. Alright, next we got the uh, we got the casino ladder match with nine entrants, including their mystery entrant. Uh, we've got Darby Allen, Scorpio Sky, Luchasaurus, Kip Sabian, Orange Cassidy, Colt Cabana, Joey Janela, who has replaced Ray Phoenix due to injury, and Frankie Gazarian, and the mystery participants. I wanted Ray Phoenix to win, and now I don't know. <laughs> yeah, because you don't know who the hell they're going to throw in there. Yeah. Like, out of those guys, I, I would assume Darby wins? That's that's who I was gonna say. I like Darby. I really mm-hmm. like Darby over over the the other ones in there. Um, but it, like I said, man, it's it's a coin toss because you don't know who the hell they're gonna throw in there, man. It could be anybody. That's true. Who who would you get? Who would you bet on as the mystery entrant? You know, I've been following uh, EC3 a lot, man. He he looks like he's preparing mm. up for something. He looks like he's been preparing for something, man. I wouldn't. I would like EC3. I would not. Oh, that's a good pick. I like that. I like that. Yeah, he's he's been he's been going heavy, man. So I I I, I wouldn't be surprised, but I would be surprised. Mhm. About you, Chris? What do you think? Oh, let's see. What I got on that one? Uh, yeah, Darby. Honestly, looks like the heavy favorite. Honest, but. You don't know, yeah. Who do they throw in there at the last second? Like, what kind of? Uh, are these going to be live too? Or are all these live? Or are they going to kind of be doing like the pre-recorded like special? I was reading somewhere they're going to try to take a, a script out of uh, WWE's book and. Oh yeah, yeah. They got the uh, stadium. Like, they like got stadium. the uh, yeah. The stadium stampede match is going to be, mm-hmm. uh, I think, believe pre-recorded at the uh, what stadium are they at? They're at somebody's I know they're in stadium. Jacksonville. I think yeah. it'd probably be the Jaguar Stadium. Yeah, there it is. Yeah, they're at the Jaguar being Stadium. The, the being stadium that it's stadium. owned by them. <laughs> That's a good point. Smart. <laughs> <laughs> Cheap rent. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Yo, but you know what? It's it, it's funny too because shit. I would I would like to see Leo Rush maybe get in there. Ooh. That's not Leo, bad. Because he's another one. He's another one that's been cut loose. So it, it's possible. 
I would, yeah, Leo Rush would be a good pick. They, they, they really shit the bed when they let him go, man. He was so fucking talented. Yeah, I liked him, and he was, he was getting on great in NXT in two hundred five. Mhm, he sure was. It's gonna be, it's gonna be Kevin Nash, and you know, it, it, it could very well be one of the old timers too. You never know. I mean, think about it. If they're considering Sting. Mm-hmm. Uh, come on, man. Hey, I, that that wouldn't Jeff Jarrett? Yeah. That would be a good one, too. What if Jeff Jarrett could even wrestle still? We could. <laughs> all right, all right. So, next match, we got Dustin Rhodes and Sean Spears. Mm. I think Sean Spears needs to win here. But then again, Dustin Rhodes maybe wins, needs to win here, too? Yeah. They're both mid-card guys, and I don't know. It's just—it's hard for me when Dustin fights. Um, uh-huh. Not Dustin, but more or less Cody. Like, it's hard because like it's like watching Vince McMahon have storylines and you know full-on matches. Like, mm-hmm. kind of sort of already know who's gonna come out on top on that situation, you know? Yeah, Cody very much likes the Dusty finishes lately. It's very weird. Yes. Yes. So it's it's interesting, but I don't know. That's that's gonna be a good match too. But I, I would lean more towards possibly Dustin. But that other dude is a freaking savage though too. Yeah, I don't get everyone likes stars on Sean Spears. Like I like him kind of, but you know, I don't know. He he was he was. He, I feel like he was definitely underused in WWE, mm-hmm. and his his gimmick was it was good on NXT. But I think he he kind of needed to do a, a little rebrand. Yeah. Yeah, because, like, the sick, the whole perfect 10 or whatever, like, eh, I wasn't feeling it. Yeah, you can't be a perfect 10 and getting buried every week. Yeah, man, for real. But, no, I mean, <laughs> I like I like his I like his gimmick and his story now and all that stuff now. Like, it's definitely mm-hmm. a step above, you know, what he was doing at WWE. But, again, I, I don't fault any of the talent at WWE because they have sure. zero control over what they're doing. True, true, right, true. All right, next we got... Chris, Stam- Chris Statlander versus Penelope Ford, who has replaced Britt Baker, who... Did y'all see that knee injury she had? Oh, my God, it was so bad. I saw the highlight. It looked nasty. Yeah, that was nasty. Like, who thought of throwing Nyla Rose at someone's legs was a good idea? I don't know. Yeah. But I can't see Chris Statlander losing this match. I, I think she was going to beat Britt, too, so... I got Chris. I can agree with that. Yeah. Yeah, I think. Yeah, because yeah, I think, oh, we can go right to that. You got the title match, the women's title match, uh, Nyla Rose versus Hikaru Shida. And I think Chris is, you know, the next one in line for the title shot. So that's why, you know, I got her winning the uh, Penelope before match. I don't know who's coming out with the title. Yeah, it's a toss-up. That's probably one of the closest ones on the card. Yeah. Yeah. Because Nyla's been looking... Nyla's always booked pretty strong, but Hikaru's, you know, on a good run. She's no pushover. Yeah. And it's no DQ and no count-out. Which, which tends to favor the non-monster somehow. All yeah. the time. Every time. <laughs> Every time. <laughs> 
because, you know, it's usually a cheap, you know, way. Oh, she didn't, you know, beat her straight up. You know, she used 50 chairs. Okay, all right, mm-hmm. that's fine. <laughs> yep. <laughs> so I think that might be the way to get Hikaru Shida to get the title somehow. Maybe have, uh... God, I can't remember her name. God, who had the title before Nyla? Oh, God, I can't remember her name. Damn. I just had it on the tip of my tongue and it completely left me. Rio, Rio, there it is. All right, yeah, because she beat Rio. Mm-hmm. So I can definitely see Rio getting involved in the match somehow as a way to get revenge on Nyla and get the belt off of her. In a yeah, I'm leaning for Shida, I think. Yeah. Close to... mm-hmm. All right, what we got next here? MJF versus Jungle Boy. MJF, man. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, MJF. No, no contest. MJF. Yeah, man. I mean, don't get me wrong. Jungle Boy got some, got some. You know, he got some moves to him and stuff. Uh huh. He's uh, he's very limber to say the least. <laughs> but what? um, <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, I'm gonna, I'm gonna go with MJF, man. I feel, I feel, yeah, I'm pretty much in agreement there. MJF's too hot to lose on a pay per view right now. Mm-hmm. Yeah, especially after flipping a bird to a little kid. Yeah. <laughs> right yeah, in his face sure, in front of his wrong. own dad. Yeah, that was... He can't lose. <laughs> all, right, all right. Now we got... Now we're in our top three match. Oh, we got our main events here now. We got Cody with Arn Anderson and Brandy in his corner against Lance Archer and Jake the Snake Roberts in his corner. Ooh, and... And then, you know, skulking across the ring at all times will be Iron Mike. Mm-hmm. So, who y'all, who y'all think y'all got in this one? This one's real close. Because if you have Cody lose both title shots, and then him be a loser. Yeah, that's why I'm leaning towards Cody, I feel like. But, yeah, yeah they could. I could see that could. Uh-huh. I feel like it's a double-edged sword with Cody because, like, like I said, he's fucking part owner, so it's like, mm-hmm. I don't want to sit here and say, oh, he's gonna have every match handed to him or whatever like that, because he he gotta sell it. You gotta make it seem like, you know, you don't have a hand in every single outcome of the matches you're in because you're part owner. Uh-huh. So, but yeah, I mean, it, it can go either way. Um, but I do favor because either way, you you can't knock Cody's skill in the ring, man. He's got he's got real good talent in the ring, so mm-hmm. that's undeniable. Um, but all that other stuff aside, yeah, I can I can go I can go with Cody on this one. Yeah, I'm kind of leading Cody too. I, I think he should be. I think I think he should be your first TNT champion. I I think that would be a great start to the belt. I like Lance Archer. I like him a lot. But I also think he could be a decent next person for the champion to feud against. If you don't want to take the belt off of him. But at the same time, that would also, you know, maybe knock him, knock his monster status if he lose two titles, you know, straight back to back. Mm. So it's hard booking monsters. Because if you don't give him a belt straight off, like... What did you really, you know, bring in a monster for? 
Yeah. So, it's a tough call. Booking says give it to Archer, but common sense gives give it to Cody. <laughs> yep. Guess we'll have to see with that one. Alright, so next we have the AEW World Championship match. Mr. Brody Lee, the exalted one, against your champion, John Moxley. I'm going with Moxley, man. Mm-hmm, Moxley. I don't see them. I don't see him losing it. Yeah. Brody's yeah. Still, Brody's still a little a little too uh too new there, man, to in my opinion at least, to, to get the belt off of Moxley. I don't I don't think he's got the um the pull yet. Mm-hmm. Uh, or no erratity yet to to be able to to make that that win. Um, he's definitely doing way better than what he was over on on WWE. That's for sure. <laughs> oh yeah. Um, I like his I like his segments where he's um shooting at Vince, you mm-hmm. know, and all that stuff. That's <laughs> hilarious. He's he's definitely definitely made me more invested in his character since you know since being here. Um, but yeah, I think I think he Moxley's definitely gonna take that W. Yeah, I have to agree. I think. I, you know, just looking forward, I think you have to have Moxley be your cha- champion coming out the other side of this quarantine thing. Because mm-hmm. you, you need him in a big money feud with somebody to make mm-hmm. sure fans definitely come back. Yeah. Plus, they're still trying to get a lot of their their talent off the ground. Uh huh. So they gotta they gotta keep they gotta keep somebody you know known as a champion for a while until they really start building up their talent you know, to those heights that they, they can be at. Like, I definitely um, foresee Darby Allen being one of their top stars. Uh-huh. Um, they they have, they definitely have the potential on that roster to make a lot of good top stars. So once all that dust settles and they, they kind of, you know, get the ground underneath them, they're going to start taking off. I agree, I agree, I agree. All right. And then we got our last match for the night. The Stadium Stampede match. It will be the Inner Circle, Chris Jericho, Jake Hager, Proud and Powerful, Santana and Ortiz, and Sammy Guevara, versus the Elite, Matt Hardy, Kenny Omega, Hangman Adam Page, and the Young Bucks. Who y'all got? That's a good fucking match right there, man. I know, right? That is, that's a, that's a matchup right there, man. I don't know. That, that one can go either way, man. You got... Chris Jericho and Matt Hardy alone on this platform is is hilarious in itself. Mm-hmm. But that also is that that I don't know, man. I, that can go either way. I I would like to see, um, I like to see Matt Hardy um, and his team take it, um, just to kind of get get some win behind them. And so, I mean, Matt Hardy don't need no wins, uh-huh. but I think I think his one of his purposes there. In my opinion, and I think it's a great move um, by Cody and Khan, is to use Hardy as, you know, uh, a means to get their other talent up. You know what I'm saying? Shoot with their other talent, get their, uh-huh. their talent a little bit more notoriety. So that's why I like that. Um, and I would like them to win because that would definitely get someone behind some of the other talent. Back, that's for sure. Feel that, feel that one. Close, man. Close. I think the inner circle's taking it. I think Matt Hardy's going to turn on him. Damn. Matt Hardy's Damn. Turn on him. They let him. They let Vanguard one die. Matt Hardy's going to turn on him. 
Damascus is going to show his true evil intent. He's going to turn on everybody and become the uber heel of AEW. That would be interesting. Because then, then what, he could, because uh, Matt Hardy's an interesting addition. I figured they would have waited for him, but I don't know where he would stick around in a non-feud environment, you know? Mm-hmm. Like, do you put him in the world title feud? Do you put him in the TNT feud? Because if he turns on the heel, if he turns on the elite and Cody wins, you could have him and Cody for the TNT title be a feud. And I would I would very much be okay with that. That would be a good match, too. That would definitely play out very interestingly. That would be pretty a uh, pretty twi- good mm-hmm. twist of events. But it could happen, too. So that, that's definitely a possibility. But then again, it's like, I don't know, because they, they kind of built up um, Hardy and his team for a little bit. But mm-hmm. it could also be to tear down. So we'll have to see. Yeah. That's the thing about AEW. I'm glad that we have, you know, at least some semblance of, oh, what's going to happen? In WWE, it would have been obvious. He would have been like, you know. Yeah, it's predictable over there. He, Matt would have, you know, he, there would have been vignettes of him behind the elite, you know, already smacking, getting ready to kill him with a chair or something. <laughs> yeah, making those faces like, I'm yeah. coming for you. Yeah, the betrayal would have been obvious two weeks ago. Two weeks yeah. coming. Oh, WWE. I like yeah. how they do the rankings at AEW. I like interesting oh are you yeah, talking yeah. about like when they come out and you see like their uh their stats and stuff yeah 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 wwe's trying that too i don't know if, i mean i'm pretty sure they copied it from them but it's it's i like AEW's better because AEW you can see their wins their losses you at least know yeah. kind of where they're sitting up. yeah where wwe is like uh eh, he just gonna whatever they it. come up with that week like, yeah yeah, <laughs> yeah pretty much I, yeah. it was funny it was funny because like the week AEW started doing that. WWE did it like once, and it was yeah, just, they did, it was to start a feud. Yeah, it was to start a feud between like Randy and um, God, fucking um, uh, glorious uh, Bobby Roode, and they never mentioned it again after that. So nope. <laughs> you gotta love nope. WWE booking. You gotta love WWE booking. See you at WWE booking. They now have you know their stars back where they want them to be. Charlotte's Charlotte's everywhere of right course. now. She was on Raw. SmackDown. She's on SmackDown. And she's on NXT next week. Yeah, AJ's back on SmackDown, which I think he should have been. AJ should have never been. Yeah, he should have never left. He should have stayed there. Yeah. He was doing great things there. Mm-hmm. You know what What really kind of upsets me, too? When they did that whole um, shake-up again, I don't mind the shake-up, but it's like, yeah. don't, don't take away from the product. Where like, at that time... It was definitely Monday Night Rollins, that's for sure. Yeah. And then, you know, it was AJ Styles, the house that AJ Styles built. They had those two guys doing great things over there. And then they started tinkering with the tag team, and they mm-hmm. took the Usos off of SmackDown and tried to get them over to Raw. And the, they said that the purpose was to revitalize the tag team division on Raw because it wasn't doing that great. But then you don't use them. You know. And now they're pretty much non-existent. So it's like, what's, you know, like, what was the point of that? You just basically buried two of your hottest tag team stars. Yeah. And now the tag team division on Raw is, you know, doing, you know, um, carny tricks. Mm-hmm. Trying, yeah, to out, trying to out, trying to out carny <laughs> one another. Like, yeah. I, I, like, I get it. This would have been great during, like, I think it would have been, like, great during, like, I don't know, the Attitude Era. <laughs> 
I don't know. It's like no fans around. It just comes off as corny. It's I corny, and then it's like they got the two teams doing mm-hmm. it that really don't even make no sense. Don't have no business doing that type of that type of shoot or that type of segment. Yeah, like it don't make no sense, man. It's it's really it, I don't know. It's funny because I've always wanted like more. I've always been an advocate of oh they should do stuff that you know non wrestling stuff to you know fill time. But I don't know. So you it's, see, then it's like, comes yeah. it's comes across as just like I don't know. It's ain't it. Like, why are they having a basketball contest? Why are they having an axe touring contest? Yeah, know. yeah, no, man. That's they down. They've been on. They've been on a really weird path because it's like they'll take two steps mm-hmm. forward. Like for example, that the, the WrestleMania. I mean, um, not the WrestleMania where they had the Boneyard match. Perfect, yeah. perfect match. Then they'll go and do some shit like this with throwing axes, and it's like, dude, you just went from making one of the best matches in years to yeah. now taking like 20 steps back to like dude what the fuck now you're throwing axes mm-hmm. well there's practically nobody around just four guys outside in the middle of fucking nowhere he's throwing axes at trees and shit like i was like uh okay i didn't really bother to watch that whole segment yeah yeah i feel like without the cut to like you know the crowd cheering or something after it comes across as corny like a bad like comedy sketch or something in the middle of the show but do you think they really would have cheered after that, though? <sighs> See, that's the thing, man. Like, growing up, shit like, you know, Booker T in Stone Cold, and, you know, Dude, the grocery that's store. That, that, you know, that, was, that was iconic. I know, like, the backstage segments, those used to be fantastic when they were funny, between, like, yeah. Kurt and Brock, and, you know, everything with The Rock. and like, even, You know what? They, they fucked up when, when they stopped doing the whole... Um, the uh, the Fandango, the true crime stories with Fandango and, uh, <laughs> and Breeze. And Breeze, yeah. Dude, yeah, dude, those true were fashion. amazing. Those were hilarious. And then they just stopped doing them. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? That, those were good. Like, those, it started off a little corny, but then after a while, yo, man, these, these, two, these two are fucking hilarious. Yeah, yes. Yeah, it just doesn't feel organic. I don't know. It doesn't. Like, why it's, why it's are they throwing action against each other? Like, I don't even know how that plays sense into a storyline. Yeah, like, I remember when Matt Hardy and MVP were, like, trying to one-up each other and everything. I guess they're trying to oh, go yeah. that kind of vibe. <laughs> but the thing is, like, I feel like they've been feuding for, like, eight months. Like, yep. this should have been, like, the beginning of the feud, where it's like, all right, we haven't wrestled yet. Let's do other things first. Now it feels like we've wrestled, so let's try something else we can maybe do. Like, that's maybe that's why I'm offended by this. <laughs> well... To your point with Matt Hardy and MVP, it, it made sense, though, because mm-hmm. you had a guy like MVP who, who said, oh, he's the best at no matter what he does, the MVP at everything he touches, stuff like that. Then you have Matt Hardy says, all right, let's prove it to me. Uh-huh. You know what I'm saying? So it, it made sense in that, in, in that. But here, you just got two teams completely different from each other, throw them in the woods and tell them, hey, just throw axes. I don't just, just kill time. Just, just throw axes. I don't care. Make it funny. He's like, What? You don't think axe throwing is bringing the smoke? You don't want the smoke? No, no, I don't think it's bringing the smoke. <laughs> <laughs> I think the smoke is going away now, man. That's, yeah, who does, I want to see him back in a match. You know, like... <sighs> do you think Do you think that once they start having live crowds and stuff, their content will get better? Or do you think it will just be exactly the same as what it's been? 
I mean, I feel like they're running the same quality that they were doing when they were running. <laughs> like, uh, they might have, like, you know, stronger main events, maybe. Maybe, but, I mean, they're doing Styles and Nakamura next week. That's something they would have done, you know, any week. Any yeah, given, you know, week. I mean, they didn't hold off. They didn't hold off on giving McIntyre the title. Well, I've heard, heard. Um, I think it was from Dave Meltzer that um, McIntyre's going to have that title for for quite some time. I hope so. He deserves. They're it. saying that they're 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 very impressed and that they're pushing for him to be the top dog for for years to come. I hope they do some. They need to end quarantine. Uh, they need to end quarantine with a unification of all the titles. That's what we need. That's what we need to do. And give us a real new product going out of yeah. like this whole so brand switching. Roman. Yeah, like this whole brand switching is bullshit. Like it, it's clearly just an erosion of the brands. Like Charlotte's everywhere. Put, they just they don't make it real. Exactly. Like it, what's have, the sense of having different two different brands if you're just always gonna fucking mix and match? Mm-hmm. Like they were doing it perfectly when they had the invasion, Raw versus SmackDown. You know yeah. what I'm saying? They didn't have that bullshit where this guy from Raw would be on SmackDown and have a match with this guy or, you know, do storylines over there and then, like, wild card shit. Like, no, they, they need to keep them separate. That was the whole point. That's the reason why they started SmackDown. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, if they did, like, if they did, like, I don't know, maybe they could do, like, brand titles, but then have, I don't know, like, a WWE title, like SmackDowns, and, like, one WWE title makes it so much better. The Universal title is just redundant. Mm-hmm. You like, know. you have your SmackDown champion, your Raw champion, then have, like, one of them be the WWE champion. Well, why not just have one championship and the best yeah. of both brands duke it out, and they can claim superiority? You figure, right? Mm-hmm. <laughs> well, like one brand if you're not going to find out which one's better than the other. Exactly. Seriously. They, can, dude, they, can have, they can have Survivor Series just strictly based off of that. Three guys, six guys from here versus the other guys from here, and whoever wins... They're the they're the main guy for both brands. Mm-hmm. You know. Yeah, know. just have bragging rights for a year. That'd be I think that'd be great. But I don't know. I guess WWE's not investing that long term type of greatness. No, but it's been down forever. So go for a year. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So so a little bit of mystery. So Charlotte's got a. Uh, so next week on NXT, the big match is Io Shirai. And Rhea Ripley versus Charlotte and a to be announced partner of hers. What do you guys think it is? Because Charlotte has no friends. That's true. Well, you know what's funny? I just can't. That theory you had about uh, last week when Sasha turns on Bailey. Yes. Maybe Sasha turns on Bailey and ends up teaming with Charlotte. That is, yeah, that's my, uh, that, that, yeah, that's pretty much my go theory right now. That's the only person I can think of. <laughs> yeah. Because. Dude, she she came, she fucking retail on NXT. She retail on SmackDown. Like, she's got nobody in her corner. Mm-hmm. So, that would be. It'd also be interesting for me if they if they threw uh, Shayna Baszler as their partner. Shayna, ooh, that would be interesting. That would be a very interesting turn of events. I didn't first. think of that. You know, Charlotte and Shayna team up. That would be very interesting. It would. It would because they're very different in styles. Mm-hmm. So that would be interesting. 
Hmm. Well, it could be a new Mega Powers. <laughs> I just want, I want a new Mega Powers. I've been watching too much Macho Man lately. I just want a new Mega Powers for him. <laughs> Mega Yip. Mega Powers. <laughs> Who would I want to be the new Mega Powers? Oh, wait. Actually, speaking of... Okay, so they've tagged this Randy Orton and Edge match as the greatest wrestling match in history. <laughs> That's about it. Yeah, that's the, one, that's, <laughs> my, that's the last thing I wanted to talk about. I knew there was one thing I wanted to get in. How is this going to be the greatest wrestling match in history? How are they gonna? How are they possibly gonna live up to this hype? Watch out, man, because I've seen Edge. He's he's been replying to everybody's rebuttal to this match. So <laughs> he may throw a comment at us or something like that. Set us straight. These are like two of my favorite WWE wrestlers of all time. I easily both of my top ten. I, I I don't know, man. The greatest wrestling match news? Mm. Both claims. I mean... Both claims. All time? Mm, I have to see it to believe it. But mm-hmm. I can definitely say um, they've definitely been, been putting on some, some real good fucking matches when they when they met up lately since Edge's return. So, uh-huh. you know, Wait, if it's anything yeah. like that that uh, False Count Anywhere match, mm-hmm. man, that, that was a good-ass fucking match. That's true. That was especially for not having no fucking people there, man. That was a fucking match. So, yeah, I don't know. It, it could it could be definitely a, a great match. I don't know about the greatest of all time, but it could definitely be up there for our time at least. Mhm. I think it needs to be like a two out of three falls match. They haven't had a good two out of three falls match in a while. Just make it a fucking inferno match. <laughs> <laughs> They need to start bringing those kind of matches back, man. I would not. Yeah, what's, I can't even remember the last Inferno match they had. Probably when fucking Kane was, had, had hair. <laughs> yeah. A long ass time. I think that's another thing that they're missing um, is those types of matches, man. Like now their matches are just real generic, regular, mm-hmm. you know, matches that we see all the time. Like, Back then, I think that was one thing that they had going for them is that they had creativity behind their matches, like the Buried Alive matches, the casket mm-hmm. matches, you know what I'm saying, Inferno matches, you know, shit like that is, is, is what really got people to watch. It's like, oh, shit. Fucking Something they never seen before. To, yeah, you know what I'm saying? Undertaker's about to throw somebody in a fucking casket or, you know, somebody's going to get burned or some crazy shit like that. You know what I'm saying? It was different. Yeah. So I think that's something that they should consider going back to. Yeah, yeah more, more extreme stuff is what I would want to see. I know that it's kind of a fine line, like you were saying earlier, with the you know the PC and the mm-hmm. you know they're trying to they're, they're trying to pitch it more family friendly. You got the advertisers and stuff, but I mean, yeah, mm-hmm. I'd like to go back to seeing some more just high flying extreme stuff. But it's easy. And to I think there's a way to a, to appease both crowds. I think you know, especially nowadays with the technology that we have and the way that they do these matches, I think there's definitely a way to walk that line without totally crossing it and getting uh-huh. the, the hate you know um but again they have to focus on on their on their crowd man because yeah of course a lot of kids watch but they're not focusing on the older people that have been watching for years mm-hmm. you know what i'm saying and and that's that's their biggest crowd right there i feel like yeah. the kids the kids help their business more in the merchandising standpoint because they're the ones that want the shirts, that want the fucking, you know, Roman gloves and all that shit. But as far as, like, you know, buying the pay-per-views and buying the tickets, adults buy the tickets, kids don't buy the tickets. 
Yeah. So. Yeah, and adults buy your merch and all that other stuff. Like, mm-hmm. Kid will buy a t-shirt, but, I mean, who's buying your collector's items? Who's buying your belt? Exactly. Parents, no kid's going to come up with ten, twenty thousand dollars for a whole mm-hmm. package, you know what I'm saying? Exactly. Exactly. Yeah, yeah that's interesting. That's been a week. It's been a weird up and down week, guys. Mm-hmm. Any shouts? Any shout-outs y'all want to give? No, man, just, you know, again, an RIP to Chad and shout out to Chad for, you know, everything he's done, all he's accomplished. Um, even in even in that time of life and death, he still was thought, you know, um, thinking about someone other than himself, you know, being, yeah. that being his son, you know what I'm saying, sacrificing himself for his son. So that that really shows the type of man that he was. And um, shout out to him, man. Rest in peace. Yeah, most definitely. How about you, Chris? Uh yeah, shout out to all the people we lost this week, man. It's a crazy week. Just goes to show how like, you know, even amongst the pandemic and stuff, still normal people die in normal ways. So it's like, yeah. Yeah. It's easy to like easy to overlook it and stuff. But yeah, man, still gotta keep going on with life. Even yeah. though everything that's going on. Yeah, man. Life's fragile sometimes heals and be kind to people out there. You never know what they're going through, guys. Mm-hmm. All right, y'all. Y'all be safe out there. Be good during quarantine and be good to other people. All right, y'all. Yeah. All right, ring the bell.